Um, and on the Book Chat Live show today, I have the amazing Marissa Carley, who uh, you are an avid book reader. I think you, you're a member of a book club and exciting things like that. So how many books relatively do you read a year, do you reckon? Well, um, it took me joining a book club in order to read because I didn't want to be the one who didn't read books. Yeah. Uh, I had like <laughs> 20 audiobooks in my library and then I didn't really I was there was no nothing pushing me so in the last year um maybe less than a year I've read uh right now I have six in front of me oh, and maybe okay. the, the year before that I uh had maybe read like two books a year <laughs> So it's definitely helped me stay more accountable. It makes it easier to talk about the books and really do your takeaways because you're sharing with other people. Um, but it's also spawned, like now I'm in two book clubs. One is like business related and one's like in my community. Like we read like novels and like murder mystery, which yeah. I never would read. So um, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. So. Okay, well, let's get on to your book choices. Okay, then. cool. And the first book is Digital Body Language yeah. by Erica Dewarman. Is it Dewarman? Dewarman. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> excuse, excuse us, Erica. Yeah, we don't we don't know. Um, but yeah, that's this one here. This is the most recent one that I finished. And yeah. And it um how to build trust and connection no matter the distance. Now, I think we know how to do that, you and I, Tim, because we're always on Zoom. We're always, you know, <laughs> building friendships with people from across the world. Um, but this gave me a lot of um reminders. Um, um just how to approach different situations, whether it's a client or how you're presenting yourself. Um, in a new networking virtual meeting, um, how you can communicate, uh, you know, just between different age groups and different genders and trying not to assume a lot of things that you um, can come across when it comes to, you know, how we're uh, connecting digitally. There's one um, thing that I want to pull up. It's really awesome. And it, it kind of breaks it down. Um, like it even gives you examples like oh my dog wants to go out of the room <laughs> that's his indication give me one second yeah i think this is the first time on the show that we've had a dog release live yeah he has he has the little door stopper and he, he, <laughs> he says i want to go out yeah um, well you're the first person to release a dog on this show so <laughs> <laughs> that is a is a way they say you know yeah. how do you prepare for meetings and stuff and yeah. shouldn't have your dog in here but he wanted to be in and then he wanted to be out so um like uh you know they give you examples of like passive aggressive feelings and common common emails like per yeah. my last email and I'm like oh I kind of knew that we knew not to to say that because that can be very passive aggressive but I like the way that um she gave examples and then um showed you really how to like reframe the conversation and if you use emojis or if you don't use emojis and how can you approach that in any type of communication online so yeah so were there any 
kind of things that you picked up personally from that book? Yeah, actually, well, one of my other uh, really most favorite books is called The Four Agreements. And a lot of the, let me um, find this. I should have bookmarked this. <laughs> but um, one of the main uh, key words uh, in this when you're communicating digitally, and this could be email, text, you know, chat or anything. And, and one of the things that says right here, uh, always be impeccable with your words. So, you know, understanding who you're talking to at all times and really not trying to be, um, you know, not someone you're not, because I think uh, it can definitely be presented in a way that, you know, you won't be able to build trust or you can make people upset and just kind of stay true to who you are and not be aggravated. So that was one of the, I, I, I knew that it was a good reminder to get because I think, um, you know, doing what I do for work, like a lot of people don't address this when they're dealing with people um, digitally, whether it's email or like in a virtual room, um, stuff like that. So it was pretty cool to to hear it again <laughs> and get yeah. reminded. We've got May King watching on, on the Amazon stream. Hi, May um, King. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, I can't put a comment up here because it's not linked up. So, uh, oh, shall we go on to the next book then? Yes. Which is The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. Oh, yes. Easier name to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this one um, I read right before um, the uh, digital body language. And um, this one uh, really resonated with me because I re was reading it right around Christmas time and the holidays. And it, and it, um, really kind of highlighted uh, what we, what we, like sometimes we just meet to meet and really kind of focusing on the purpose behind any gathering. And that could be, yeah. uh, you know, like this book chat live or, um, you know, a live stream or, you know, you're going to meet your friend, your girlfriends for a drink or your guy friends and just focusing on the, the meaning behind it versus, um just meeting oh that's how yeah. we always done it like let's like let's really focus on why we're doing it and um yeah it was it was pretty cool and this can apply to um any event you do and yeah. we the my book club that i'm in we're um we're part we're we're all event professionals from virtual events to in person so it was really applicable i think to the events that we plan or the events, the consultations that we give to people who want to plan events, who think that they want to have a virtual event or think they want to have an in-person event, but they don't think about the why that they're yeah. gathering and the purpose. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's something that you've now, isn't it? Is, is that a question you always ask people as to why they wanted to do it? Was it just something now you totally focus on that yeah i mean i think there is um a question like in my line of work um doing virtual events um there's a lot of mm, i would say like focus on the things that we're doing like we're creating an intro or we're creating we're having mm. this guest but we don't think about the purpose of it and like how we can frame that event around it 
Um, the purpose of a virtual gala is to raise money. So are we having, you know, you have your virtual, your QR code here, but some people don't think about that part yeah. until the very end and they're not promoting it that way. They're not focusing. That's the goal. Let's build everything from that, right? Like we want to yeah. raise money. Okay, so we don't need to have a, a five-hour panel, right? Let's <laughs> focus on, you know, maybe some a fun interactive event yeah. that's an hour and a half, you know? Um, so I think that really does help guide the conversation. And it's definitely something that I bring up a lot earlier in my initial conversations or consultations because it helps frame everything that we're doing. Yeah. Okay, should we go into the next book? Yes. Uh, I didn't change the title then, but okay, we'll just pick up the phone and sell. Right, Alex yeah. in. No, so he is a former client of mine, and yeah. he's a sales consultant. And um, you'll be surprised how much self those who are self-employed do not practice their self their sales techniques. Um, yeah, and um people will be be very passive with follow-ups uh, through email or through text um, without actually just getting into the mindset of selling. So this is kind of like the idea behind it um, and going old school and picking up the phone and just talking <laughs> to your clients. I like that phone thing. Is there another yeah. one I can do? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can you can do voicemail, voice yeah. memos, you can do, you know, you can set up a quick call, like even through Zoom, but like without video. So you don't have to, I feel like what, you know, first, the first part of this book is really focused on mindset. And yeah. a lot of what we don't want to pick up the phone is because we think that we're bothering them. When half the time, if you pitch someone and say, hey, like, uh, I'm working on this, like, would you need any uh, assistance? Or, you know, you always have to think about you're helping the people by providing a service. If you think about you're trying to sell to them, you're never going to be successful. Yeah. So that was the first part. And then the second part is just very tangible things like lists and who do you call and your repeat customers and following up through your CRM or through your email Um just checking in and it will turn into, could turn into sales. I mean, I, I, I applied this right now, like today, <laughs> you know, I'm like looking at, you know, do, doing some rearranging of my existing services. And I was like, well, if I give you a, it, did you know that I offered this? If we pay ahead of time in six months, I can give you a discount. We've been working together for five years and I've never given, given them a discount. Mm. Well, that's because they didn't know or they didn't know I did a certain thing. And so it's even just talking to your existing clients and selling add-ons, right? Because they won't yeah. know unless you tell them. So that's the, the gist of the book, like pick up the phone and sell. And you're not even being salesy. You're just having yeah. a conversation. So. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that all of us who are in business, well, not all of us, some people don't, but a lot of people struggle with the selling side of things. Because mm -hmm. as you say, they're focusing on what it means to them, mm -hmm. like the money coming in, but not the service they're providing the other person. Right. And it, so it feels like, oh, I just I'm exploiting them. So, uh, so I think yeah. that's the problem with sales a lot of the time. Yeah, exactly. 
Okay, should we go on to the next book? Sure. Which one are you All agreements. Yeah. As you mentioned before, John McGraw ruins. Yeah, so um, the four agreements are, um, in general, um, basically how I try to frame my life. Um, I read this book about three years ago now, um, maybe three and a half years. Um, and it can be applied to anything. It's, it's, a, it's pretty, I mean, I've read it five times. And I pick up things every time. But this really is talking about how we frame our mind, our mindset, and how that goes into everything we do, um, from personal relationships to business relationships to, you know, and it's not really business focused, but it can be applied, right? So um, I want to do the four agreements. So um, the first agreement is... Be impeccable with your word, which I, oh, okay, yeah, which I uh, mentioned before, and that's always, you know, talking to yourself, even good, you know, going back to that, pick up the phone and sell. Like, they don't want to hear from me. I'm bothering them. Well, that's yeah. not being nice to yourself, and that's not really, that's not a clean action, right? Like, um, that's an assumption. And the second one is don't take anything personally. Yeah. So if someone's upset, well, that's on them. Mm. You don't have to own that. Um, you might have done something that triggered that, but that's their emotion. So don't yeah. hold on to that. Uh, the third agreement is don't make assumptions. And the fourth agreement is always do your best. So yeah. it's a small book. It's very small, but mm. it's very impactful. Um, and I try to give this to all my friends because, you know, we worry, we say things to ourselves that aren't correct, uh, that aren't true. We think ahead. We're, we're not focusing on like those four things and, uh, it really can frame and change your life. I mean, it's changed my life, so I'm not a, I'm not a preacher, but give it a try. <laughs> it's your Bible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. I live by, I try to live by them and I need reminders sometimes from friends who have read this book because, um, you know, I, I slip into my, you know, negative self-talk, which is yeah. not being uh, um, impeccable with my word. And so it's definitely been super, and it's a little hard to read because it goes into the history of like the Toltecs and Aztecs and stuff, but um, good try. It's definitely good. Yeah. Well, I've got a comment from May King on the mm -hmm. on the Amazon. Okay. Uh, love the four agreements, Marissa. Gonna have to buy myself another copy as I left mine in Australia. So, oh yeah, uh, so, I'll bring uh, one to London, May King. <laughs> I have like five extras. When they're on sale, I get them all the time. <laughs> yeah, so. oh, it's a book. So this is the book that you give out then. Is that the? Uh, uh, I try to. Yeah, it just depends on the situation. Sometimes I um, and it it kind of goes along with my whole mantra of being present so yeah um yeah i definitely try to give it out when i can oh it's the the subtitle is a practical guide to personal freedom yeah so, that doesn't tell you everything so. okay and on to the next book oh. set boundaries find peace and 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, find set boundaries, find peace by Nedra Glover Turweb. Good one. Good yeah. job. Um, this one I uh, also read with the book club. And um, this is, uh, you know, all of these books kind of <laughs> coincide with each other. Um, but this one is really just listening to your intuition and not trying to um, do things that don't serve you. Do, you know, uh, you know, go, go against what you truly believe. Um, and this can be applied to personal and, um, and business. Um, there's some boundaries that are related to like our mental health and anxiety um, and how a lot of times when we're not setting our boundary or being truthful to them, it causes burnout. And that's like common with lots of self-employed people who, yeah. you know, are just, you know, not setting the boundary, just thinking they have to go, go, go and not thinking like, Hey, this isn't serving me. So um, they do ask some questions like um, the ones around anxiety, like whose standard am I trying to meet? Do I have time to commit to this? What's the worst thing that could happen if I don't do this or say no? And how can I honor my boundaries in this situation? So it gives you some questions. If you're feeling anxiety about something to like address those and then go forward and find peace, which is the whole point of the book. So, yeah. Sounds like it's helped you um, a lot with those areas then. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's you know, I, I think a lot of times we're too afraid to reschedule meetings or yeah. we're too afraid to like let people down when we said we've done something and we're not honoring our own boundary that we've already set internally. Um, well, I don't want to do this right now, but they do it and it's not their best work. And then it reflects uh, on everything. Um, even last week, I was really overwhelmed with <laughs> calls and like doing a bunch of stuff. And I said uh, to, I had been trying to schedule a call with this woman for two months. Um, and I, and she was, uh, I was connecting with her through someone else and I was hoping that it would turn into a, like a potential work job. So I'm like, Oh, I'm taking it because it could be a client. I showed up like flustered and like, I just was not speaking the way I should have. I didn't take a pause before I left. I didn't like, I wanted to cancel it, but I was like, Oh no, like she's been waiting mm -hmm. for a long time. And she picked up on that, like within the first two minutes and it turned into like a coaching session. <laughs> so she gave me free coaching. Meanwhile, I wanted to work with her in terms of, but I didn't present myself in the best way. Instead of saying, you know what, let's not have this meeting. Can we reschedule? And um, who knows? I don't know. I, she seemed fine and, and I think it'll be okay. But like, I don't think that I'm going to pitch her anytime soon <laughs> yeah. because I couldn't show up in my best light my best self yeah, she, she wants to pay you with coaching yeah right <laughs> <laughs> like thanks for the coaching and the resources <laughs> i'm good <laughs> okay right on to the final book yeah that one the is accidental on creative by todd henry yeah um i think there's uh a lot of i'm gonna pull it up on my phone because I read it on my phone, not pretty much like any Oops. other. 
Yeah. <laughs> How to be brilliant at a moment's notice. So I think we are yeah. very, um, we're very pressured in the world of digital marketing to always be creative. And um, it gave me a little um, insight into how I can, you know, step back and kind of all these words, uh, all these books um, and just kind of find time to be creative instead of, you know, trying to force it. Right. Or, you know, doing something that uh, is maybe out of the norm that can spawn your creativity or like setting time aside to just do creative things. And it just kind of um, helps you frame the creative side of your brain. Uh, when I think we're very much stuck in process and doing things instead of being creative. So I liked it a lot. Yeah. So this was the last of the books that you gave me. You did say you were going to send me some more, but you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> was this specifically at the end or was this just the last one you thought of? <laughs> um, no, it wasn't specifically at the end. I was just going through my, my thing. The other one that I would have said is, um, where is it? Better small talk. Oh, okay. Oh. I don't know if you read that one. This one really helped with um, uh, talk to anyone, avoid awkwardness, generate deep conversations, and make yeah. real friends. This one was really good for like networking events, like having um, setting like your f like four or five like questions um, that you want to ask that you think will will spawn a conversation instead of like hi. What's your name? What do you do? Um, also, yeah. um, coming up with like your stories that you feel like your three pillar things that you can talk about every time because it'll, you know, like if you just remember those, you kind of don't have to worry about the awkwardness and just also reframing um, how you ask a question to kind of put the light on them so that, you know, people love to talk about themselves. I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, I, I normally ask people this question, which was, uh, I know already know the answer. We, if you had to pick one of those books to give people, because you've already said you've yeah. got like about 50 copies of the four dreams. <laughs> so I'm guessing that is the one. So I'm going to trick you by saying, apart okay. from the four agreements, which one mm -hmm. of these books would you give to somebody? Um, I'm going to say this one, pick up a phone oh, okay. and sell. Yeah. Um, this is a combination of mindset and actual act, uh, stuff action, to do, yeah. action. Um, but this is really going to get you, one, more comfortable being on the phone or, you know, talking to people. This is not calling. This is not cold calling. That's the yeah. one thing about this. It's not cold calling. It's calling all of your old clients or people that you know that you used to work with, um, you know, and yeah, you're connected with them on LinkedIn. Yeah, you're, you have them on Facebook, but why not just reach out intentionally, you know, every day or, you know, three times a week, tell people what you're up to. They don't know until they know. And so yeah. I think that it's the concept that says pick up the phone and, and sell, because I think it's really geared towards um, like people that have like products to sell, like all the time they have like a catalog. Um, but the, the, the mindset of picking up the phone is you're really listening to what they're saying versus worrying about what's on your screen. Um, you can ask them like questions and really just connect with them and really see what, 
you can offer them and help them with. And I think a lot of people avoid that. So it's uh, it's changed how I frame. I, I started working with this client, um, and he's a New York Times bestselling author. When I was working with him, he sold. We don't work together anymore, but he's Wall Street Journal bestselling author two times. Yeah. Um, but when I started working with him, he, uh, it was March, 2020 and my business has never been the same since April, 2020, because I've learned yeah. things from him, uh, on how to sell and when to sell, like you don't sell to everything, right. You either build relationships or, you know, so okay. be great. And, uh, have you got any books that you're looking forward to reading in the future? Uh, <laughs> You'll probably find this funny uh, being over there. Uh, I am reading Spare, which oh, oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm in the middle. I have a few other books. I am almost done with Truth Be Told, which is a novel, and also an Apple TV, uh, Apple Plus TV type uh, show. It turned into that. Um, I am actually for the first time going to read Start with Why by Simon Sinek. I know yeah. that. I've heard a lot of his stuff. I really truly believe in it, but I've never read the book. So that's the next one for this book club I'm in. And I'm excited to read that. So those are on my list. Um, don't really have anything that I can think of. Uh, no, I don't know anything. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's already not free books you're reading. So yeah. that's not too bad. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks so much for being the guest on this Amazon Live part of the broadcast. So, who is Marissa Cowley and what do you do apart from reading books? Yeah, I'm. my name is Marissa Cowley. I'm a virtual event producer. I do everything from live stream audits to strategy, consultations, and execution. Uh, I am taking all of the guesswork out of virtual event production so you can be present for conversations that matter. So. Okay. And yeah. how can people find out and get in touch with you? And yeah. Do if they're interested in that. I don't know why they'd be watching a book channel and want virtual events, but you never, yeah, you know. never know. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Um, thank you for asking, Tim. Um, you can uh, WhatsApp me at 615-212-8993. Call me. Yeah. Or you can find me on social media. My personal page is hashtag Marissa, which you can see on the screen. Or you can uh, find me on LinkedIn. And uh, my business page is live on social now that's also a website live on socialnow.com okay so thank you thank you again for being the guest yes. and um, hopefully i'll uh, remember uh, i've been adding a little bit on the end because it feels bad because like yeah you're a book reader and you yeah. recommended some good books but yeah you might as well say who you are right yeah. Of, like yeah that's <laughs> the whole point of these shows promoting people as you say right. like when the um did, was it Digital Body Language, which was the one about promoting? Yeah. yeah. Digital Body Language. Yay. Yeah. Yay. And I do so, both. I read yeah. and I do the audiobook because I'm in my car sometimes and then I'm like, then I need Ooh. a bookmark. So I have yeah. both all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've more or less gone for audiobook. Um, I used, I kind of switched ebook and I was reading on my phone because I used to use it commuting in, but now I don't commute in anymore. I don't read right. on the phone much. So I tend to be just audiobook all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. So anyway, well, thank you. Cool. Thank you again. And thank you. 
I'm now going to end the book. There's no end screen or anything for this show, so it's just going to end and okay. I'm going to edit it, edit this so it's not quite so bad. So anyway, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>